Nobody wins unless everybody wins. This is your fight. We're in this game. An impossible goal. These guys are good. Scary good. And this crowd is going bananas. As they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Line Change, the NHL betting podcast from the Action Network. My name is Michael Leboff. I am the hockey editor here at Action. And joining me today, as always, is my friend, So Money Sports. And So Money, we're just a few hours past the trade deadline, and I'm sure over the course of these next few episodes, we'll, we'll kind of unpack stuff that happened and how it changes how we bet the league. But for now, we're going to start this episode how we always do with our favorite underdog. We're both in agreement with this one. And since it's a little heartbreaking for me, I'll let you take the floor here. Yeah, so we're going uh, back to our Ottawa Senators at a nice number north of plus 200 here. Um, I This basically just comes down to the number. I think as we as we wind down this season, um, the big numbers on the Islanders, um, it's going to be a little bit tough to stomach here. Uh, they have been playing hard, and I don't expect that to change. Um, Varlamov has turned his season around nicely, and um, I, I would expect him to be in goal here. Um, and I would expect Anton Forsberg for Ottawa as well. We've mentioned in the past how Forsberg has had a sneaky quiet season here, a sneaky good season, I should say. And um, I think that a matchup against Varlamov um, probably equal here. Uh, but in terms of the number um, at north of 200, um, I think that Ottawa was, is the way to go here. Yeah, you said it. Uh not going to find many people who will want to lay minus 260 with the Islanders um, with the way that they've played for the majority of the season and obviously uh, now out of the playoff push. But like you said, they have been playing hard. We'll see um, if that kind of continues as, as we really do get towards the end of the season here. So we're both in agreement. We both love the Senators and we've talked ad nauseum about how they punch up really well and are the best big underdog in the NHL over the past two seasons. And nobody else is really close All right. It is a busy night on Tuesday, March 22nd. So we'll jump into the main part of the slate. Uh, We'll start with the Blue Jackets. They are plus 245 traveling to Pittsburgh to take on the Penguins, who are minus 310. Elvis Merzlikens did not practice, so I don't know if we'll see him tomorrow. Instead, we'll probably see Eunice Corposalo. And even at a huge number, I won't be jumping into the Blue Jackets with uh, Corpy and Net. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think we all know how I feel about Corpus Allo at this point. Uh, the Penguins, uh, they are starting a back-to-back, so we should expect to see Casey DeSmith in one of these games. I'm not sure which one. I I, I would guess we would see Jari here against Columbus and DeSmith in Buffalo uh, the next night, which gives Jari the optimal rest before their game against the Rangers. But that's something that uh, we obviously need to... Uh, need to monitor and of course um, the Blue Jackets goaltending as well if Murzlikins does not play and if we have uh, DeSmith in net um, the only way I'd be looking at this game would be a potential over. Probably the game of the night the Tampa Bay Lightning minus 105 traveling to Carolina to take on the Hurricanes who are minus 115 the over under here is five and a half Uh, the Hurricanes dominated the Rangers just absolutely dominated the other night but of course, Alexander Georgiev put pitches a 44 save shutout. That was, of course. that was tough to take there. I really wonder, in ter- like, if you're a betting, um, an NHL re- betting regular, let's say, if, if that was the most surprising result in terms of just how the game actually went and what the final score was of the entire season, because it probably was close to, uh, close to it for me. 
Yeah, I I completely agree. That was um I I I wasn't watching that game live, but um I just had to double had to keep double checking the scores. Like I I couldn't believe what he was doing. So I mean, but goaltenders, right? Like we've talked about this so much. Like they can be weird. Um, don't be surprised if he gives up five goals next game. So um, that's 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 just the way it goes with them. Yeah, and uh, it's a good thing just to keep in mind, like you said, for the next time Georgiev starts, maybe the market doesn't move as much as it normally does and you can get a better number on overs and we're fading the Rangers. Um, But for this one, uh, I think this is going to be like the classic whatever side ends up as plus money for me. Right now it's closer to the Lightning at minus 105. I do think Carolina is is like they're – they're not wobbling a little bit, but they are, they're not playing up to the standards that they set for the first you know, 50 ish games of the season. So uh, you could probably say the same for the lightning, but the lightning got much deeper with uh, their acquisitions of Brandon Hagel and uh, Nick Paul. So uh, as a forward group, that's something to keep an eye on too going forward. So I'm probably closer to Tampa Bay right now, but we'll just see where this line goes. Yeah, I think that Carolina has kind of a run into the variance monster here. Uh, they they have lost four straight games all of a sudden, but they've been unlucky losses for for the most part. They they deserve better in that Penguins loss, uh, two coin flips against the Leafs and the Caps, and um, of course this game against the Rangers, which I I still don't understand what happened. Um, I mean teams go through these stretches. It's a long season, so even though they haven't been getting the results, I'm I'm not concerned about them yet. Um, the the Lightning are also on a bit of a downswing here, at least compared to their regular standards. Um, just like the Canes, this is another situation that really doesn't concern me much. We've we've talked about Tampa Bay this season, where we've seen a lot more indifferent play from them, but their talent gets them through a, a lot of nights. Again, they're two-time Cup champions. They know what they need to do. It's very hard to get up every single game when you've played so many games the last couple of years. Like you mentioned, I, I do like the moves they made uh, with uh, Hegel and Paul. They clearly felt that they needed more of a physical presence. Um, so I I do like these moves on on that front. I think the Canes being a small home favorite is the right number here. So I'll probably be on the sidelines. Um, the Lightning as a dog with Vasilevsky, though, will be tough to pass. So I do think that Tampa Bay is going to take some money in the in, in the market. Um, and barring any surprise lineup information, I don't anticipate the Lightning closing as a dog. All right, we'll move on to another intriguing one. The Blues, plus 120, taking on the Capitals, minus 140. Uh, well, if this was just a normal game, you know, without so much lineup flux, I think I'd be all over the Blues at this number. But uh, Robert Thomas, Vladimir Tarasenko are both questionable at best and TJ Oshie for the capital. So it's, it's a little bit of a mess. Um, so I'll be passing. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you here. I, I would have been on the blues as well, but those, those two injuries are, it's just too much to, uh, to, uh, to make up here. We've talked about the caps before they have been on a nice run recently, but it hasn't been as impressive when you kind of look, look into the opponents and the coin flip results that they've gotten. Uh, they have been rotating goaltenders. So that's one thing to keep in mind. So we, if if the pattern holds true, we should see Samsonov get this game, and if we do, um, and if it's Samsonov against uh, Binnington, um, then I would be looking at the at possibly the, uh, the, the the over here. The Philadelphia Flyers and Detroit Red Wings. Uh, this is on a on a busy night. Probably not many people get tuned into this one, but only a game a better can love. And I actually have a pretty big interest in this one. I'm one of three people left in a survivor pool, and I need the Red Wings to win this. Uh, they are minus 145 taking on the Flyers, and 
I have no confidence in Detroit because of their defense and the Flyers. They they played well against the Islanders on Sunday, an Islander team that looked really fatigued and tired, just wanted to be anywhere else in Philadelphia the other day. So this will be a pass for me rooting for the Red Wings. Uh, I could see a lot of people thinking the over with the way that the Red Wings have been playing defensively as, as a whole this season, uh, taking some interest from casual betters. I generally agree with you for the most part. I am a little bit closer here on the Flyers just because of the number. And of course, um, I do need Carter Hart in goal. One thing that does concern me is that even though Nadelkovic has put together a strong couple of games, and I kind of feel that he may be about to turn his season around, but I've said that I think three or four times this season. Um, so it's a little concerning to me. If if Grice gets this start, if it's Grice against Carter Hart, I... I will be on the on the flyers as a big dog here, but hopefully for my sake and not having to um, have any interest in this game and for your sake to cheer for the Red Wings, um, hopefully that I, I won't have anything here. Me too. That would be nice. Uh, the Vegas Golden Knights are plus 115 traveling to Winnipeg, who are minus 135. The over-under here is six. Vegas is uh, – they ended their five-game losing streak with two wins in a row. One of them was over the Panthers. They do look a, a rejuvenated bunch, but they're playing right now against the Minnesota Wild and down 2 nothing um, deep into that game. And I just – I mean, I want to bet the Knights here. I think that you're going to be getting good prices on the Knights going forward. At one point, they were 60-1 to a couple of days ago to win the Stanley Cup at the Superbook in Vegas, of all places. Uh, it looked like they were probably trying to just get some more money on the Knights at that price. Uh, they're down to 30-1 to there now. But um, – it's at this point, it'll be tough on the back-to-back traveling. Uh, it will be Laurent Brossois in goal because uh, Logan Thomas is, or Thompson is playing in uh, in Minnesota. So probably going to be a pass for me, but nights if I had to choose. It's funny because um, there is a difference now between Brossois and uh, Logan Thompson. So I was a little disappointed that the Knights went with uh, Thompson against, um, against the Wild. I was hoping for for Brassois there, not only to possibly bet the over with the Vegas wild game, but also Thompson against Winnipeg would have put the the Knights in range for me. We've discussed Vegas. I think the numbers against them, they are are getting a little bit out of hand. They're clearly not as bad as the record indicates. And I think as they get, as, as they're slowly starting to get healthy, it does create some value on them. But but I'm with you. This is going to be a tough task here back-to-back with a Brassois in goal. So at this point, I'll pass. Uh, but if the number does drift a bit on Winnipeg, um, we should get the uh, get the back-to-back money on the on the Jets here. So if it drifts too much, then I can see myself on Vegas. But I don't want any money on Brassois. So hopefully, ho- hopefully I'll pass. The Edmonton Oilers, plus 120, also on a back-to-back, uh, the second leg of a back-to-back. They're traveling to Dallas, who are minus 140, the Stars are. Uh, Miro Heiskanen is a big loss for the stars. He's got mono. So even when he comes back, like who knows what kind of you know shape he's going to be in. And he, he's just a huge, huge loss for this team on the blue line. And it's a shame because they were really making a push uh, for a playoff spot. They still are. Uh, I would think just like looking at the records, the stars are have the best math in their favor to get that last playoff spot over Vegas. But uh, one of the teams they're chasing is Edmonton. So this game will get all the cliches of this is a playoff game for us between these two teams. The overrunner here is six. Um, Mike Smith start is starting for Edmonton on Monday night, so we'll see Miko Koskinen uh, against likely Jake Ottinger. And I just, it's, I, I honestly, I think I'm closer to to Edmonton here than Dallas. The, the Oilers have taken some of the early money before the the big market opens in the morning, but I would need a little bit of a bigger number on Edmonton to get involved. Yeah, I'm I'm completely with you. I um 
I continue to be high on on the Oilers. Of course, I'm also high on the Stars as well. But like you mentioned, that uh, Klingberg loss is just it's 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 just too big. Like he's such a big offensive driver for that team. Um, I have enjoyed Koskinen's uh, kind of resurgence here. Uh, sure, he's had clunkers here and there for the most, but for the most part, um, he's he's been playing better and um, and he's he's clearly solidified himself as the uh, as the number one there. I have speculated that Ottinger looks looks a little bit over overworked lately, so that kind of has uh, dampened my my mood here on the stars. Um, like you mentioned, I do expect money to come in on the Oilers, um, so if we are liking the Oilers, um, it should be a move that uh, comes in early, but at this point it'll be Oilers or pass. Yeah. They, the stars acquired Scott Wedgwood, the journeyman from, from Arizona. So, Hey, maybe he gets, maybe he gets the nod and then the, the Oilers money will really, really show. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, we'll move on to San Jose. They're plus two thirty-five, taking on the flames minus two ninety-five. The over under here is six Calgary. Um, they have such a big lead in the Pacific division that I think, and they're, they're going to be working new pieces in. They acquired Kale Young, Yarn Crook, uh, Ryan Carpenter, among others, at the trade deadline. So I do wonder if there's going to be spots to bet against them as they try to work these new pieces into the lineup and find the chemistry, the right chemistry, because um, they do have a lot of wiggle room to play with that kind of stuff. But uh, I guess San Jose is just too much because of the defense and the goaltending situation in San Jose against a team that really drives offense well in Calgary. So not the right time to go against Calgary for me. Yeah, I, I would agree with you. In fact, um, I, I would say that this might line up as like a – as like a puck line play on the on the flames as well. So um definitely I don't have any interest in the sharks here. And and that money line is kind of big on 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 Calgary. So I would be looking at the at like the alternate line here. All right. Before we get to top shelf bets, our favorite bets for uh Tuesday, March 22nd, we'll talk about a beautiful matchup between the Seattle Kraken, their <laughs> even money underdogs taking on Arizona in Arizona, the Coyotes minus 120. The over-under here is six. You know, Coyotes, we've, we've talked about it. They've had some decent results over the past six weeks. A lot of that is smoke and mirrors of a hot offense and some uh, funny goaltending from Vimelka and Wedgwood, who's not even there anymore. Meanwhile, the Kraken are the Kraken. We know exactly what we're going to be seeing from them. This is a, a bad team that traded away uh, depth pieces all day on Monday during the trade deadline period. So, I mean... I don't hate the Coyotes even as a favorite because I think will be the second time this season that Arizona is a favorite. Um, and I don't think it's too crazy to, to get in bed with the Coyotes on Tuesday night. Yeah, I was just uh, I was just thinking that too, that if they, for me, if they get just a little bit cheaper, um, I think that uh, they will come into range for me in the morning. Uh, I hope we don't get to that point, uh, but it's, yeah, but I I would say Coyotes as a as a small favorite or nothing at this point. Hopefully nothing. And now we'll move on to top shelf bets. Our favorite bets for Tuesday night. Top shelf where Mama hides the cookies. For me, I like the a team that we talk about often here as being a little bit under uh, underrated, a little un, unlucky, and a team that should positively regress, whether it's for the rest of the season or into next season. It's the New Jersey Devils. They are plus 140 taking on the New York Rangers and they're home. And um, if you look at the underlying metrics between these two teams, there's really not that much of a difference between scoring chance generation. The Devils are actually the better team at generating scoring chances at five on five. Uh, the defensive numbers poor for both teams at five on five. The difference here, of course, Igor Shesterkin and the goaltending for the Rangers. Uh, he's the odds on Vezina trophy uh, favorite. 
And the Devils have one of the worst goaltending situations in the league. Maybe it got a little bit better with Andrew Hammond coming over to see out the rest of the season with Nico Dawes. However, it's it's still pretty tough to stomach betting on the Devils uh, with that goaltending tandem. But at plus 140, taking on a team that we've talked about all season being overvalued, even though the Rangers did acquire some good depth pieces, I think at the deadline, Andrew Kopp and Tyler Mott should, should help their middle six. But I think it's Devils at this number here, and you're getting a good number on a team that should um, pay off over the next few weeks. I really want to get there. I I, I really do. Um, I, I would need to see a drift on the Rangers. I think that it should be Devils or nothing here, but the way I value Shesterkin, like um, besides Vasilevsky a couple of years ago, maybe one and a half years ago, um, I've never had as big of an edge on a on, on a goaltender than I do on Igor. So I... I want to get there. I might, but we need to see uh, significant Rangers money coming in uh, for me to um, bet on the Devils and go against against Igor at this point. Let's hope we get there and uh, you get to enjoy the pain of betting against Igor Shesterkin on a Tuesday night. Uh, all right, uh, your best bet. You got the Predators plus 100 taking on the Kings minus 120. The over-under here is six. Set it up. Yeah, so the big thing here is that we are on a Riddick watch. Um, he, Soros, um, is starting on Monday night, so we should see we should see Riddick here. Um, Nashville, I've talked about Nashville before. They're a team that I'm looking at situations to bet against them. They've had a pretty favorable schedule for the most part. It's been tough to find situations to bet against Nashville. I think that this might be the spot here on a back-to-back. Kings goaltending um, right now. Uh, both Quick and Peterson, they're both um, they're both strong enough to bet on. Uh, Peterson um, is actually a l- little bit better now. Um, he's trending better. So whether it's him or Quick, I'm I'm okay with either. Um, but the big thing here is that the fade on Nashville with with uh, Riddick would uh, get me on the Kings. All right, that will do it for another episode of Line Change. For so many sports, I'm Michael Leboff, wishing you the best of luck with your NHL bets on March 22nd.